Ladies and gentlemen, living color. Yeah! You want to talk right down to us in a language that everybody here can easily understand. Today is December 11th, 2019, and you are on the air on Spotify with the one and only, often imitated, never duplicated, only the indie wrestling show with the host, that's me with the mostest, I make him say, oh, na 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 na, it's Chris Castillo, I'm also the reigning and defending CEO of, I'm going to say loud and proud, Coastal and Wrestling, that's right, that's us. And we'll be back very soon. I got a huge announcement in the, the show to make that I think you want to stay tuned for, and a big guest. But this time, uh, I want to welcome back to the show because we took a little break. You know, it's the holidays, and he's my my tag team partner, Mr. Gucci himself, Uncle Leroy Jr. Welcome to the show, partner. Wow, what up, what up, what up, Chris? You know, what you do, Uncle Leroy. Don't say the Leroy without the Junior. And I'm kicking it on Spotty Grand Prairie at the Dagger Shop, man. Got a few of these guys in it, so I'm ready for a good the, show. Feeling a little goofy. What's pop? Wow, the Daiquiri show. Shot. Wow. So, so oh, okay, okay. So, are you going to be like that girl? What's your name, Lodi or Losi or where? You know, like get get some drinks up in you and you know um, hit the dance floor. Lizzo, Lizzo, hey man, I ain't popping no, <laughs> I ain't popping no songs like that. But uh, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Bobby, of course. Man, <laughs> yeah, popping bottles, doing big things, popping, you know, all those all those things. Wow, well, that, I'm kind of jealous of you. Now, man, but we got to show you, but this should be interesting. Uh, but right now we're going to take our first and only break, and then we're going to be back with the sure shot, Joey Spector, on the Indie Wrestling Show. We'll take that quick break. I'm going to hit that if she let me. They don't like how I talk that. Yeah. Hey, cut it out my wrist, a puddle dripping. 42, I'm steady sipping. Yeah, I'm on and I'm off that. These brand new don't step on my balances. I'm going to hit that if she let me. They don't like how I talk that. Cut it out my wrist, a puddle dripping. 42, I'm steady sipping. Yeah, I'm on and I'm off KB, what up? Hopping now, phone calls for the D. 
I'm, yeah, I'm I mean, 20 years are a long time. Been, yeah. yeah, I've constantly been learning a lot of things, and I've had I've had the pleasure of, you know, uh, meeting a lot of people throughout the years. Um, my first year was pretty, um, I guess, like uh, guided. I was hand like my hand was held most of it. Prince I actually did a really good job of um, doing some things like uh, getting me a solid uh, base to work on and. Um, he kind of, I, if I'm going to be honest and in, in, in all honesty, I probably wasn't ready okay. after three months of training, but of course, yeah, it takes uh, a while. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I remember it took me about two weeks to learn how to bump properly because I just could not do it. I was, I was bumping my back of my head, you know, giving myself whiplash, um, nonstop, no matter what. And it, it got to the point where I couldn't even walk at, cause I was a high school student. So I was having to go to school during the week, and I was just so sore, and I was a young kid, and I was very tiny. I was like 100 pounds soaking wet, um, baby-faced, you know, tiny little dude, and I, I was just, like, I was, like, starting to think maybe this isn't for me. You know, maybe I can't do it. I can't even bump, which is, like, the basic thing, and it took yeah. me two weeks, but, you know, man, uh, I actually, to help me tuck my chin in, what we did is we got a a beanie baby, which those were big at the time. And I put it underneath yeah. my chin and they told me, whatever you do when you bump, hold that beanie baby with your chin. And that's how I figured it out. So to this day, when I tuck the chin, I always think of, of a beanie baby um, being tucked in because it took me forever to learn that bump. But um, yeah, it was, it was definitely an interesting experience. Um, first match was a minute, and 27 seconds long. <laughs> It was a squash. I got squashed. Um, and who was I that against? against? A guy named Lightning J. Uh, he doesn't wrestle anymore either, but he was kind of like a little lucha gimmick. Um, okay. And pretty much all my matches my first year were move for move called and worked on the whole week leading up to the show at the school. Like we'd be like, oh, yeah, okay, we're going to tie you up. You were just getting started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was, was going like, to ask you, I just cut you off. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm yeah. sorry. No, go on. Okay, well, I was going to say, apparently you've done your training, you've been around 20 years, you've wrestled everybody, uh, all the names you can think of all over Texas. I mean, even uh, like WWE Hall of Famers like Jerry the King Lawler and been in there with the Super Mex Hernandez, and, and you belong in there. I mean, uh, what you've done all that. You've accomplished so much just to survive for 20 years in the ring. Um, I'm sure you've had numerous injuries and overcame them. But what is your goal now, five years from now, in pro wrestling? Where do you see Joey Spector in five years from now? Oh, man. Well, unfortunately, I feel like I was born about 20 years too late, 10 years too late, because I really feel I would have shined if I wrestled, like, in the 80s. I really wish. Like, I love that old-school 1980s wrestling style. You know, that's basically I, I model myself after, like, a – a Ric Flair, Roddy Piper, like old school type of wrestling. Um, I was more also, like technician um, type, or I, I would say more like a, a coward, old school, hill slash jobber vibe. I guess I would say, <laughs> like you know, like okay. the guy. I, I like literally. My main goal when I go out there is to to irritate the crowd enough to the, where they want to see me get killed. Um, I learned a lot of my uh, further. Um, solid foundation after I went to Prentice school some of some students from uh, the Shawn Michaels school actually started coming over and 
triangle with us, and it was um, the UK kid, and then a gentleman by the name of Slayer, and another gentleman by the name of Spiro, who is no longer with us. Spiro passed away a few years ago, but um, mm-hmm. these guys were trained by Rudy Boy Gonzalez, who I eventually got trained by. So by the time I got to Rudy, like I, I've gone to like three different wrestling schools throughout my twenty years. I went to Prince. And then I was with Dusty Wolf and Ken Johnson and Tommy Gunn for a little bit before I went to Rudy Boy Gonzalez. And then I was yeah, with Rudy he's a, a big solid. name. Yeah, oh, he's a yeah, big name. Definitely. We had a we had him here, uh, a guest also from the famed TWA Academy. And uh, shout out to him and all the wrestlers uh, there with him. Uh, he produces, you know, solid guys like yourself. You know, guys who are safe. And then many of them had uh, a great career. Now speaking of that, not only you're a pro wrestler. But also you've had you have you're into the gaming world. So is Uncle Leroy Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also you have your own YouTube channel. Can you tell our listeners yeah. out there about that? Yeah, um, I, I yeah I'm trying not to get off the topic too much, but I wanted to touch on on Rudy Boy real quick, if that's okay. Oh, good, 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 please, yeah. So so it. with Rudy, um, the first time I met him was actually uh, 2002. I was 17 years old. And I was asking mm-hmm. him if I could uh, work for his company at the time, which is Extreme Texas Wrestling. And um, he had me come into his wrestling school, and he told me he would polish me up, you know, get my skills, my technique better for, you know, such and such. I'm not going to say anything like that. But basically, he told me I would have to get retrained from what I already knew. And I know and nowadays that's a lot for a local indie wrestler, you know, especially – I don't want to say millennials, but this younger talent, it, it takes a lot of, um, I guess, swallowing your pride to be like, you know what, this guy's right. I'm going to go and get trained right. So I, I enrolled in his okay. school, and I have to say, sometimes it was five days a week, six days a week. We were going in, and it was it was an unsaid old school mentality there where even though training started at 7 p.m., you didn't want to show up at 7 p.m. Because if you're on time, you're late. You wanted to show oh, up at it. five. You wanted to be there at five to be there at seven. So a lot of times, me and like a few other guys, like Don Juan and other guys that were training there, would show up at five. So as soon as I got out of high school, I would. Uh, as soon as I got out of school, I would get in my car, drive to. I I started skipping football practice. I was on the football team in high school. I was also on the wrestling team, but I started skipping sports at school to go train at Rudy's. Um, and I would drive, I would get in my car, drive across town, go to wrestling practice, and I would stay there until like midnight sometimes, from like five to midnight. We would train our butts off, um, learn so much just from him. If, if there's any trainer out there that knows what they're doing and what they're talking could help build somebody's solid foundation, it, it's Rudy. And that's also where I get a lot of my um, style and stuff from. Um, I, I, I kind of like try to imitate a little bit of Rudy too in my style and stuff, but I'm very thankful for what he taught me and stuff. But um, to That's touch great. on the five years and stuff like that, I've always, uh, five years from now, I've, I've always kind of wanted to uh, follow in those footsteps of uh, possibly training people. And I did dabble a little bit in that when I was helping uh, RCW and um, Sean and Brandon run the RCW wrestling school for a few years. We had it for a couple of years. And I helped train guys like Rob Love and Ryan Ocean and uh, Ray Ortiz and stuff like that. Um, oh, wow. 
So I, I have a little bit of experience in that, but I've never felt like I was qualified as much as somebody like a Rudy Gonzalez or even a Shofunaki, who I eventually went to his school in 2011. So I was already like a 10-year veteran, and I went to wrestling school again. <laughs> you can never quit learning. That's, that's good. There. Yeah, I learned even more than I'm constantly learning. I, I mean, I've, I came in at a good time to where there was guys like like Rudy, Dusty, Ken Johnson, um, Humbasa at the time, the Galvans and Corpus, um, you know, I, uh, UK Kid, Sean Hernandez, the Supermax. Um, I've, I've, I've had a pleasure of meeting like literally like a who's who of Texas wrestling. And a lot yeah. of them have always come and, you know, help me hurt. Supermax actually is probably one of my biggest mentors ever. Um, he's my boy. Uh, I've known him since I was 17 as well. So it's trippy to see these almost, you know, 20 year relationships I've had with people. But honestly, it's, I, I, I'm lucky to have come in where I was at. And I feel a lot of that is missing now. I feel like, um, a lot of people that I came up with aren't around anymore. And I would like to, within the next five years, help instill that, that old school traditions and mentality that I was brought up with, maybe training yeah, or something like that. You know? Yeah. And you have a lot of knowledge to give to any prospective students out there. Yeah. And um, uh, I was going to ask you about your YouTube show is uh, how could I, <laughs> or the fans check that out? Yeah. For the longest time last week, I was, I'm, uh, believe it or not, you wouldn't know this by seeing me in the ring or on the mic. I'm, I'm actually a pretty shy person in real life. Oh, no, I, I don't and, believe uh, you, no. <laughs> for the longest time, I was trying to kind of keep that YouTube thing secret, but then eventually I started hearing it while I was in the ring. You know, I'd hear people say like, oh, 8-Bit Eric, and, you know, oh, I saw you on YouTube, and I started hearing that. And funny enough, um, two years ago, I wrestled a show in Laredo, I think it might have been for LWA, and there was a wrestler that came into the locker room and like, wait, I know you from somewhere, and I'm like, what? I'm like, yeah, you're 8-Bit Eric, and that was the first time that I got recognized at a, a, in a locker room as a YouTuber yeah. before I got recognized for my wrestling stuff. So wow. uh, it, it's called 8-Bit Eric, and it's been around for about eight years. Um, really? You know, I do a little bit of everything. I kind of do a lot of Nintendo Switch stuff right now. Um, but throughout the years, I've done everything from like retro video games because I like to collect video games. Video games is probably my second biggest um, hobby other than pro wrestling. Um, oh, that's great. You know, maybe a little too much. Maybe I need to start going to the gym and, and working out more than playing video games. But, you know, it's just something that I've had probably longer than wrestling. Uh, just wrestling is probably taking a little, like, a little bit more uh, dedication as far as, uh, oh, the, of course, you yeah. know. In, other stuff goes and it's appreciated i mean every time you and all the other wrestlers i mean you go out there you're putting literally your life on the line and it's not for everybody i can say that because it wasn't for me i tried it and well that's another that's another story for another time but i knew <laughs> hey it just wasn't my thing and there's nothing wrong with it, it held my head up high and saying well i could do other stuff but uh so yeah. i mean like doing a podcast or whatever but wrestling is your thing definitely and uh for all those other guys out there you know uh, thank you for, you know, going out there and you guys entertain the fans. And for a little while, you know, we're not stressed out about our personal life or paying the bills or the wife left uh -huh. and took the dog. Uh, true story. And, um, you know, we get to watch 
the wrestling and, and you guys are like superstars to us and, uh, and for that minute, yeah. you know, and we get to live through you guys and it's, it's an awesome thing. And that's why wrestling still is, is a, b- a big deal yeah. today, you know? And I, I definitely but, appreciate that. And it, it means a lot. And I'm not, by no means am I ever some huge, big superstar that's done a gajillion different things in pro wrestling. I think of a grander scale, especially nowadays, even like on the local scene, there's so many talented guys that are like, you know, these guys could do things that I never could do, like backflips and triple windy moonsaults. And, you know, they can oh, run yeah. like 2.5 seconds. And Highly this athletic. And that. Yes. Like, I, I've never been able to jump. I've never been fast. I'm a short, chubby, slow guy. But I have, I, I would like to say I have some charisma. Um, and, you know, throughout the years, it's, it's been, it's been a, a very um, fulfilling experience. There has been some sacrifices, like, you know, I started in high school, so I missed out on, you know, staying up late, going to parties, going on dates. I've had girlfriends dump me because I was doing, you know, wrestling on the weekends instead of taking them out to the movies. Uh, you know, like, something like yeah, that. Yeah, but there was plenty um, of that after high school. There's plenty of time for all that, you know, so oh, I mean, you yeah, didn't miss out on much, time. you know? And, and, and you know, and I, I don't want to go into any kind of incriminating stuff, but wrestling brought that girls anyway, eventually. <laughs> yeah, they do. I mean, yeah. chicks dig uh, the wrestlers, you know. And, yeah. But I was also going to ask you your next question. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Oh, I mean, I'm 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 sorry. I, I have a motor mouth. Um, no, just no. To touch, touch touch real quick. I'm not trying to step on any or anything, but no, like, go ahead. you know, at 17 years of age, I was going with Rudy and them to NWA Wildside, like in Georgia. I was wrestling in Louisiana, Mississippi, you know, Kansas. Oklahoma. I was getting to, you know, go around the southern states. I was wrestling like two to four times, like two or three times, sometimes four times a week. I would do like a show for Rudy on a Saturday at two o'clock, and then we would drive to Corpus and wrestle there at seven. Then the next day I would go to Houston, and then like Wednesday would be Rudy again, or Thursday would be wow. somebody else. And it was it was a very fun experience. There was definitely no money, <laughs> but I loved it so much. I was just that kid that wanted to be out there, and um, it was it was a blast. And you know, I, I you mentioned River City Wrestling earlier uh, with Brandon yes. Oliver, the promoter. I actually met him in 1999, and we were both fans of uh, Shawn Michaels wrestling. Uh, he had the Texas Wrestling Alliance here back in the day, and we used to wait five hours before showtime in line outside the building, wow. and that's how we got acquainted. Um, we would talk WCW and WWF and ECW outside in the front. And uh, we just built a friendship off of that. And then he started running RCW and, you know, I worked my way up the ranks there. That, that was, that's my home base probably for the majority of my career. I would say probably about 17 years I've been in RCW and uh, you know, as it grew, I got my footing. I became more competent in my abilities as a heel. Um, I, I think my breakthrough was against Alyssa Flash. Me and her had a, a summer feud that we, you know, just beat the crap out of each other. Um, we traded the title back and forth. Um, we just, I really learned how to make people hate me during that. And then from there, they got confidence and put the belt on me. First promotion to ever really give me a shot at being a heavyweight champion for them. Champ. And I remember the crowd just hated it that I had the belt. And I just took the ball and ran with it. And Brandon and Sean 
you know, they were the two guys who had the faith in me and gave me that platform. And then throughout the years, wrestling guys like Duggan, you know, um, Rikishi, James Ellsworth, Jerry Lawler, like, you know, honestly, I'd have to thank River City Wrestling for providing that platform and giving me a chance to grow because, to be honest, a lot of other companies in Texas, you know, uh, didn't really give me that shot, even though I wasn't ready at the time. Like, in hindsight, you're a kid, you're like, why isn't this company giving me the shot? Why didn't I get in those matches? I wasn't ready, but I learned from Supermax and Brandon how to get ready and stuff. But throughout the years, you know, several promotions like XCW and Denton, you know, Knight was good to me. TXW and Corpus was good to me. The Govans with Gulf Coast Wrestling were good to me. You know, I've oh, had good and met a lot of people. That's great. And speaking of opportunities, uh, this is where the point we're going to get to our big announcement. Uh, Uncle Leroy Jr., are you there? Always. Uncle Leroy Jr. In a, in a uh, long way. Okay. <laughs> Can we let on our call our guest caller that has a uh, uh, waiting online? Hey, you're live on the Indie Wrestling Show with Chris Castillo. Who's calling in? How's it going? How's it going, Doc? Mr. Leroy, uh, Chris, that's, how's it going? That's our right? Uncle Leroy Jr. Uh, good evening. We got on the line uh, Tony uh, Del Diablo on the line. And, uh, Tony, I'm going to let you have the floor. I heard you got a big announcement to make on the show, and it's actually concerning uh, Joey Spector. Can you go ahead and make that quick announcement? Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. Uh, Dana Carpenter's promotion presents. Just kidding. Um, it's Coastal Blend. Um wrestling we're gonna be on january 19th over at las palmas food truck park over at zapata highway and your boy here joey specter will be in action with, with a bunch of wow others. so uh just to recap that's going to be in laredo texas and we're going to give uh joey specter the opportunity to come down there again and uh give the great folks of the radio show and the big announcement is uh coastal been wrestling is coming back we were going to have a show but uh, unfortunately everybody knows i got into an accident and broke my arm uh feeling a little bit better and with the help of some friends of mine we're going to have this show and we're going to give it to the people of laredo absolutely free it's going to be a free show to tell them thanks for supporting me during this uh recovery period and thanks to the wrestlers you know and I'm personally looking uh, forward to seeing Joey Spector out there and uh, in action. So thank you, Tony. Yeah, it definitely and, will be will be good good time good time to be back in Laredo. Um, you know, looking forward to seeing Tony again and coming out. And you know, right now I'm being a nice guy on the podcast, but the crowd, fans, if you're thinking of coming to the show, um, you know, no offense, it's just business, but I make you hate me. And we're all looking forward to that. And uh, we want to thank Joey Spector for coming on there and taking the time. I know he's got a busy schedule with the YouTube channel and the wrestling training. I look forward to seeing him there and leading the show. And I got uh, my team there, uh, Dirty Sanchez, uh, Tony Del Diablo, uh, Danilo, uh, Christian Smith, maybe Dana Carpenter. We'll see. We got a good crew, and we're going to have a lot of wrestlers. The Flyers are going to be coming out soon. And I want to thank uh, Uncle Leroy Jr. Uncle Leroy Jr., do you have any parting words for our guest tonight from the club? Oh, man, look, drink up. You know what? Next time you drink, uh, Zach will get a house special. <laughs> All that's, right. Hey, that's what I, drink. That's I'll what I say. That way. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I say. 
And with that, we wish everyone a happy holiday season. Uh, that fly will be coming out soon. Next week, I'll be on location All Elite Wrestling representing the one and only Indie Wrestling Show. We'll see you next week, everybody. The day I was born, I performed in the form. Ringing bells and blowing horn with my name called. I was just a self made and a rave dog. I just worked all in the rave, brought in the way, and I wanna, I'ma take my shot.